Good morning, people. No. Step through the halls of medicine. This hallway sucks. <laughs> I am sorry. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes. You're here and we're here. Yes. So we fulfilled the social obligation, I think. Hell yeah. All yes. right. Good. Yes. Now, we got to tell you, uh, for the audio folks, people who are listening to this on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher. or Google Play, right <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do broadcast uh, the first few minutes on um, YouTube. Just a few minutes. No, the few minutes. 20 to 30 to 100. I don't know. On YouTube. And recently, YouTube has changed their terms of service. And weird stuff has been happening on YouTube. Like, channels have been getting terminated and deleted with no notice or any kind of... Reason. Yeah. But we're still here for now. (laughs) I know. So if you're seeing this on YouTube, we're still here. We're hanging in there. Now, not by a noose yet. But we're yeah, I know. No, not by a noose. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hang am I? So it's it's been that kind of week. Now, right <clears throat> off the bat, I gotta tell you, I do have a bathroom issue. <laughs> I thought I was going to, like, get away without one. Not you. Not me. And, you know, I was thinking the other day, I said, you know, why is it every goddamn week? And it's like, you know what? Everybody, no, seriously. Like, everybody goes, everybody goes to the bathroom. If you don't, you must be very large. And (laughs) he'd be like... You know, Jeff weighs 229 pounds. If only he'd just go pee. <laughs> right? And be like, oh, God. He lost 300 pounds. He just pooped. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, we all, we all gotta, we all gotta go. So, <laughs> we all gotta go. Now, um, okay, so I was I was I'm, I'm like trying to figure out the order in which that I should I should tell these stories. Um, the first story is uh, that we, we I'll lead in I'll lead into that. I'm gonna tell you the unpleasant thing before I tell you the, the funny thing. Is uh, I had to go to a, a wake this week, which sucked. Um, they're never fun, but they're not supposed to be. Why do they call it a wake when they're not really awake? I. <laughs> I don't, cause I don't know. They want the you should be woke. <laughs> Stay woke, my friends. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, I guess it's in like some religions they call it a viewing, which is a little more accurate, I think. Yeah. Um, you're kind of going in and out on me there, bud. Hello. Oh, there I am. There you are. For now. For now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it wouldn't be our show <laughs> I know. without these difficulties. I need, yep. Some bitch. One, one per. So I went, and it was it was a rough uh, go. And uh, 
at the end of the thing, this guy comes on. Well, it's not like it was like a, a fucking theater thing. Like, hey, he came on stage and riffed and then he fucking left. No, it was a, a <laughs> like a, mi- a minister type person. And uh, he called, I don't know. It's, you know what? It's weird in some things. Like, people, like, it, nobody's happy unless they have a title. So this guy had title of, like, grief minister or something. I'm like, that sounds like a title they just threw at you last minute. Be like, listen, Tom, (laughs) we need to justify you being here all this. How about grief minister? I'll take it. You got a deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't even know if his name is Tom. I'm just just Anyway. So Dick or Harry. Yeah, I know. So he he ended up like talking for a while. And I was like, oh, man, come on, dude. And here's the thing. And I was telling a friend of mine. you're done, we're going to look like him. I know. Be like, here's the thing, all right? Uh, he told this story, and this has fucking haunted me all week, right? He told this story. He read from this, like, supposed, I know. Woo. He, well, that sounded more like uh, Motown-ish. Be like, ooh, Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. (laughs) (laughs) That, I think, is my favorite moment all week. That's my best moment all week. I love that. Nice. So, he told this story. He's a bass. I know. Somebody's got to be base. <laughs> Herbie didn't show up at elf practice. So he told the story, and it was, it's, I don't know if it was supposed to be a children's story or just a, a story to help try to explain grief to a, a regular person. But it was about this leaf, and he's in a tree, and all the other leaves are falling, and then the leaf starts getting all existential and wondering what happens when you fall. And his other friend, Leaf, is like, well, just enjoy the thing. And when it's your turn to fall, you, you fall and it'll be okay. <coughs> and I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> the Leaf's name was Freddy. All right? Freddy the Leaf. So, I know. It, it's, I'm, uh, I'm taunted by this fucking story. So, I got, <laughs> so I got home and I got, I got some leaves in my front yard. Uh, because of my neighbor's asshole tree. <laughs> so, and, and Jay and I were just like all the way home like, Jesus, what the fuck was up with that leaf story? So we get home, I pull in the yard, and I get out of the car, and we go to walk to the door, and I start stomping on the leaves. And I'm like, fuck you, Freddy! Fuck you in the neck! Jesus Christ! What a horrible story! How's your fall? <laughs> How's your fall, bitch? <laughs> I mean, I I realize it was meant to, you know, what I, I realize the meaning behind the whole thing, and I'm, you know, not just being an asshole, but I mean, Jesus, when you're sitting there and you're already having a hard time, and then somebody's like, "Let me tell you this really sad ass story," it's gonna make you rip your heart out. It's like, thanks, bud. Needed it. So. Now I'm gonna make you hit the leaves on your yard. Yeah, I know. Now you're gonna be like, "Fuck you, Freddie." So. Moving on from that, 
to bathroom, <laughs> which is great transition. I know. I know. I hope nobody was thinking like, oh, I hope this bathroom story didn't occur at the wake. Because I got to tell you, <laughs> it was in, it was everything in my power. I'm like, I can't, I can't have an issue here. I just, I can't do it. So I was at work a couple days later. And I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody. But you know sometimes something happens and it it obviously goes in like real time. But it's so horrific or like not horrific but like you can't even believe it's happening. It almost happens in slow motion to your eyes. So I went to the bathroom. <laughs> He's giggle plus already. <laughs> so I was in the middle of the bathroom and I went to get like the toilet paper. Yeah, no. So I had to get like the toilet paper and stuff, as you do. As a person. Chariots of fire. Yes, well, that was almost what happened. So as you do, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, finish the deal. So I had to seal the deal. So I went to like get some toilet paper and the roll slipped off the roller and went rolling across <laughs> the bathroom floor. And I just went, son of a bitch. Like my eyes just followed it. <laughs> it just followed it all the way across the room. And it was it was like yay amount left. It was, you know what? There was enough left on the roll where the frickin' thing could go across the room and not stop. It was like, no. Because I was holding the end of it, that's why. So it was rolling that way, and I'm like, oh. I needed that. <laughs> Did you? That's what I was thinking. Like, oh, I needed that. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't want to touch that. No, oh, no. No, no, no. Uh... There was some cleanup duty that had to happen. Duty. <laughs> Not like that, though. Yeah, um, it was actually one of those things that actually, that, like, it's a, like a double roll holder. <laughs> so I just, I was like, fuck this. I threw it away and then moved on to the other roll because I'm like, I'm not handling, this was all over the bathroom floors. There are rules. <laughs> not even a five second rule for that one. No, 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 no. I don't, you know. That's a zero second rule. You gotta have, you gotta have standards a little, I guess. <laughs> Not using toilet paper that was on a bathroom floor is my standard, apparently. Shots mm. <laughs> <laughs> so like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're sick. I can tell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got cold this week. Oh well. Head cold. Sinus are, uh, it's all congested right now. Happy New Year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my sore throat's gone, but it's in the form of a cough now. That's fun. Yeah, I found these at the, the store yesterday. Well, Sean found, um, <clears throat> this is a little tin of Bob Ross Happy Tree Mints. <laughs> See the, hear that shake? Unopened. There we go. And a can. <laughs> this one makes no sense, because he didn't have that energy. No. And this is a a little can. It looks like it'd be like Red Bull. And it says Bob Ross, and it says Positive Energy Drink. Red Bob. Red Bob! <laughs> Holy shit, that's fucking amazing. Red Ross. 
Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> so these are Ooh. awesome, and I have to get some. I'm not even open. Those, those are for here. Oh yeah. They're well, props. I gotta, I gotta have, I gotta get some just to have. <laughs> They're props now. They're props <laughs> now. <laughs> You're a prop now. Yeah. Okay. So we, we, you know, we got some stuff Yay. to do tonight, but. So I'm going to, like, crack into this. Uh, you know, in my head, I thought I had chopped this down much, much more than it is chopped down. Uh, it's different when it prints out. <laughs> it is different when it prints out, but I'm going to I'm gonna do my best to get through it quickly. I thought those were three pages, not 12. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, believe me, it, if, if, it, if it printed as, like, five, originally it had to have been at least ten. Because I got rid of a lot. Oh, good. And I kept only the relevant <laughs> shit. But <laughs> that's life. Only keep the relevant shit. Yeah. But uh, this appears to have not not worked out well for me because it's longer <laughs> than it should be. Um, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna re I'm gonna go and scan. I'm gonna scan. <laughs> I'm just doing my best in this world. You know, I'm just doing my best in this world. So Disney Plus launched this week, right? Now. I downloaded it, and I haven't had a ton of time to mess around with it yet. Do the mess around? Yeah. Uh, I But yeah, the thing that I like about it is, well, the thing that I like so far is I downloaded the app, I got it on my Roku, and I also downloaded it on my phone, mm-hmm. because you can have you can have it streaming on unlimited devices, Ooh. <clears throat> as opposed to like Netflix. Netflix is, has always tried to crack down on the password sharing, mm-hmm. and they're they've got really got it up their up their butt to 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 crack it down. Who doesn't now? And uh, like all those platforms are like, no, you can't do it on more than one, and blah blah blah. Disney Disney Plus is like, eh, put it on anything you got, whatever, we'll do it. <laughs> what do you got? We'll do it. <laughs> you got a deal. You got a deal. So that I kind of like that about that that it's unlimited. Now when it when it launched, uh, the whole thing fucking crashed. Oh, of course. Yeah, uh, this is probably in in what I'm gonna tell you, but here we go. So Disney Plus uh, launched. Oh, and before I you know because I interrupt myself all the time. Um, <laughs> it does have. Shut up! I'm trying to do something here. I no, I gotta tell this. All right, fine. Hurry yeah, up. I know. It does have The Simpsons, uh, but some of the episodes are edited, so that's kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll get into that in a minute. And so far, that's like the only thing I've watched on it is the... Oh, no, wait! <laughs> Yesterday, I... Oh, 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 I should have given you a taste of this uh, earlier, Sean, but I managed to watch... On Nat Geo, because Disney owns Nat Geo, so on the app they have Nat Geo, and Nat Nat Geo has a show called "The World According to Jeff Goldblum." Oh my God. I watched this last night with a friend of mine, uh, and I don't know—I don't think she's a Jeff Goldblum fan. Fan, um, and this really didn't Anyone. help. And this really didn't help with anything. But I got to tell you. Oh, geez, cracking open a cold one. Yeah. So the first episode that is available for, for streaming is an episode about sneakers. Jeff Goldblum 
digs into the uh, the cultural impact, if you will, mm-hmm. and the what would you call that? Uh, fandom. We'll we'll say fandom around sneakers, people who collect sneakers because there are people who do that, and this thing that I didn't even know, and there's a con for everything. There's a sneaker con. I didn't know that. I did not know that. And he went to the sneaker con and he was absolutely amazed. And he's walking around like, oh my God. It's really bizarre. He's so weird. He is so weird. Like I kept saying that through the whole whole show. Like he's such a weird dude. (laughs) A weird dude. And (laughs) he went to visit this guy. And all he does is YouTube unboxing videos for shoes, right? And, you know, probably makes a ton more money than we do, and all he does is open up a box. Why don't we? We're here working for you. We got to work for it. So We're still getting shit. I know. So he talks to this guy, and then he shows him how to do an unboxing video, and Jeff Goldblum is... Jeff Goldblum, I think, is... I don't know. Either he's the best actor in the world or he's amazed by everything in the world. Because he was like, wow, this is the best. And I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? So he went to say goodbye to this guy. And I have said for, I don't know, uh, two years that Jeff Goldblum looks like the type of guy who would shake your hand and hold your hand a little too long and maybe put an uncomfortable hand on your shoulder. Right? He went to say goodbye to this guy, and he goes, oh, no, no, we have to hug. And he hugs the guy for an uncomfortable amount of time. He's hugging him, and he goes, and he's, like, whispering. He's like, you know, lean into it. Don't let it go. Like, like just enjoy the moment with me kind of thing. And I'm like, Jeff, you're weird. Go ahead. Give it a little tickle. Yeah, and the guy is Feel like. Feel free to touch it. Go ahead. And the guy's sitting there and he goes, should we just like put our faces against each other? <laughs> Why not? Won't hurt. Give a little, give a little kiss. Give some tongue. Give some tongue. So I, I actually, I highly recommend uh, the Disney Plus app just to watch the Jeff Goldblum show, if I'm being honest, because he's absolutely strange. He's a strange dude. <clears throat> So, as soon as Disney Plus arrived, reports of service failures and error messages dogged the product to such an extent that Disney issued an apology and said that demand had exceeded their expectations. Pause. Fucking... (laughs) Seriously. Fucking Disney has been teasing us with this app for over a year. So, to sit there and say, like, oh, we didn't know people were going to want it. Like, you've been teasing us. For a year. Mm-hmm. This is, no. Of course people are going to want it. Dope. <laughs> but that wasn't its only problem. Users weren't able to log into their accounts. The search tool turned up some questionable results. Customer service was unreachable. To the extent that the service could be accessed, it bugged out and often shit the bed entirely. I tried to do that when I first got on with my, with my uh, phone. Shit the bed? Well. <laughs> and then the toilet paper rolled right across the room. Uh, when I when I first logged I on. I that. Yeah. When I first logged on with my phone, it kept saying, like, there's an error, there's an error. There's always like, an error. I'm like, no, there's no error on my end. Connect. 
it uh, for less than it's already than it's already low subscription cost of seven dollars. And while its content, now. yeah, I know. And while its content offerings are solid, we knew they would be after all. Um, having some of the best films and uh, series in entertainment is essentially worthless if people can't watch them. That is a good point. For a company that had all the tools, time, and money to launch a serious Netflix competitor, <clears throat> Disney served up a half-baked, quirk-filled product with <clears throat> dodgy functionality. How embarrassing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Bugs started pretty much immediately the morning of the launch. Disney Plus repeatedly crashed for many users attempting to access the service. It crashed on the web. It crashed on phones. I experienced that. It crashed everywhere, and while a service bending uh, under the weight of high demand is neither unheard of nor uncommon, attempts to contact Disney Plus customer service, as some were prompted to do, proved futile, with some people reporting they were stuck on hold for hours. Wow. I would not <clears throat> stay on hold for hours. Hell no. No. Not, and I wonder, like... Give me a half an hour tops. Yeah. <clears throat> When I attempted, the person who wrote this article, not me, uh, to contact <laughs> yes, <you> Disney <laughs> Plus <laughs> customer service. My friend, not me. <laughs> right. Not me, but. <laughs> Someone I know. With a question about the billing, I, not me, was disconnected from the call <laughs> twice. The third time, not me called, uh, not me waited on hold <laughs> for 37 minutes before finally hanging up. A support chat box that not me accessed onto Disney Plus website told not me my wait time. <laughs> Listen, I commit to the bit. That's it. <laughs> uh, the wait time was less than 30 minutes and to be connected to a representative. I, not me, eventually closed the window after about 40 minutes passed without a word from the company. Hmm. Longer than usual wait times are, again, to be expected when demand is high, but it seems obvious that Disney Plus and its support network were not prepared for peak for prime time this week. After all, it should not have been a surprise that a year-long free trial that offered tens of millions of Verizon customers, yes. looking at you, Joseph, <laughs> would lead to high demand. That noise. Yeah. Verizon, which changed its customer support welcome message to address the Disney Plus inquiries, was also unreachable by phone. Naturally. Naturally. Disney Plus customer service was jammed as of midday Wednesday still. Raspberry. That's it. A, a <laughs> There's only one man dares give, give me the raspberry. raspberry. And that's a day after the, the freaking thing launches, by the way. It was still jammed. Phone stop. When I tried to reach, why not me, tried to reach a representative and was on hold for well over an hour. Oh. Stuff just didn't seem to show up where or how it needed to appear. The drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner uh, of the service on desktop lost the outline at one point. And then this person just goes on about all the bugs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, some of Disney Plus's tools simply suck. Especially compared to other streaming services, the search is the worst. I'm going to agree with this because I I knew that The Simpsons was on there, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to watch the Sim well, I wanted to listen to it work, The Simpsons movie, right? Because I haven't seen it in a long time. Spider Pig. 
Spider Pig. His Spider-Pig. name is Harry Plopper. So I was like, I want to, I want to see the Simpsons movie. So I went in the search and I typed in Simpsons movie. It came up nothing. And then I typed in Simpsons and it only came up with the show. So I went to the show and I'm like, okay. And then you go to like suggested. It was fucking under suggested. Hmm. But it wasn't when I searched for it. Oh. That's some mm-hmm. shit. Sounds like Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed slight variations on popular, I not me, uh, such as uh, Mandalorian or Marvel, M-R-V-L, turned up no results found. Confusingly, Disney Plus correct, corrected, correctly displayed Marvel content when I searched M-R-V-L. Netflix worked with a variety of mixed spellings, by the way. I also got the no results error message when I searched Nat Geo, one word, as well as Nat Geo, two words, that the service can't populate results for commonly used shorthands for Nat- National Geographic gives the impression that people are going to have a tricky time finding content unless they spell it out to the exact letter. Mm. This is, and this is, um, I'm going to read this because I actually thought it was funny. Um, but funny in like a horrible way. So I don't, I don't want, this is me trying to prevent people from sending me nasty letters and tweets when I say this. They don't send us anything anyway. Well, I, this is the one time that it would. All right. One time. In addition to an inability to understand slight variations on titles and topics, the service also appears to be returning some highly questionable search results based on a tip from a reader we learned that searching the term bitch, <laughs> B-I-T-C-H, on the platform not only returns multiple women-led titles, Born. <laughs> oh, but also a National Geographic documentary about Princess Diana. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes. That comes up on the bitch? Yes. Wow. Apparently, apparently nobody at Disney has any love for Princess Di. Bitch. We reached out to Disney Plus about the search function and did not hear back. Searching bitch. Searching bitch. Who the hell searches bitch? Searching bitch also returned titles containing the word witch. Okay. But, I mean, I understand if you get that. You're like, oh, you must have meant witch. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, all right. Even if you have zero in- intention of ever watching a single Disney uh, film on the service, a selection of Marvel, Pixar, Star Wars, and National Geo uh, content could justify the $7 per month price tag, but much of Disney's content can't be rented anymore. Uh, meaning, if you do want to watch it, in many cases, you have to buy it which can run you around $50 for a title. If you're looking for anything R-rated or racy, like bitch, <laughs> watch the Princess Dinoc. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> no! Jeez. Oh. That's all I got. Yep. Like Deadpool, which Disney owns by way of Marvel, you will not find it on Disney Plus as the service offers purely family-friendly content. You, you will, however, be able to stream adult-oriented content on the ad-supported Hulu if you opt for that bundle. I, I got a bundle for you. 
<laughs> uh, bundle this. Yeah. For all the justifiable, justifiable fanfare around the content, though, I wondered what would become of Disney's decision to unseal the vault and let its more, shall we say, controversial films see the light of day. I wasn't the only one. Several racist or otherwise fucked up scenes that have appeared in its films will be scrubbed from the versions that appear on the service. Though those changes to such films aren't necessarily new. As for other classics with scenes or depictions that haven't aged especially well, we're looking at you, Dumbo, <laughs> and Lenny and the Tramp, among others. They'll come with disclaimers. Tramp! That, that read... Bitch! A real bitch! <laughs> Why didn't bitch come up for Lenny and the Tramp? That's what I want to know. A bitch and a tramp. Uh, it will come with a disclaimer that reads, This program is presented as originally created. It may contain outdated cultural depictions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Disney Plus has uh, faced blowback over its catalog of Blow. 30 seasons of The Simpsons, <laughs> which now lives on the platform. Fans had noted the service cropped the episode to fit a widescreen <laughs> format, cutting off some visual cues for jokes. Aww. I know. For what it's worth, this is hardly the first time The Simpsons have been cropped. Plus, some content also appears to be missing entirely. Aww. The episode Stark Raving Dad, a 1991 episode featuring the voice of Michael Jackson, is ah, notably one. absent from the catalog's <laughs> third season on the platform. The episode was previously removed from box sets, syndication, and streaming after HBO aired the documentary Leaving Neverland earlier this year. Aww. Oh. So, they got some bugs they need to fix. Some? And they should probably put some of those episodes back. Some? That's all I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boom! <laughs> <laughs> I, not me. <laughs> so. Uh. Yes. I know. It's a bit much. Uh, but I mean, you know, listen, some things like, they they are a product of their time, but if you look at them as like what they are, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I mean, like. Uh, it's like watching a bunch of our 80s movies that we like. Yeah. And everyone ha having like so much offense to the stuff that was written and or said or something done. Yeah. That happened like 40 years ago. <laughs> Don't get the stick up your ass about it now. <clears throat> I know. Oh my God, this is horrific. Yeah, it happened 35 years ago. Shut up. I know. No need to make a big stink about it. And it's like, it, on one hand, you want to say like, well, that was the time. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it was... You know, I mean, it's just that that's what what was happening back then. Yes. And I, but I do understand that things are different now. Way different. Yeah. So they I suck. I don't know. You know what? How about like if you're offended by a movie or something, you just say, you know what? I don't think I'm going to watch that. Right. And leave it alone so that people who do want to watch it can enjoy it. Yes. Assholes. <laughs> And yes, that's what you are. Oh! Oh, dear. So... It's so simple. Yes. You don't like something that you watch? Yeah. Turn it off and change the channel. Yes. You don't like something that you heard? 
Turn it off and change the channel. Yeah. Go do something else. You could easily go do something else. And I don't know. I really hate that mentality of, like, that offends me, so nobody should, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like, everybody has the right to be offended, but you don't have the right to tell me what to be offended by. Right. Boom. What offends you doesn't offend me. It's a scroll. (laughs) Jesus. You offend me. Get out of here. So not helping my case. <laughs> you are not helping my case. My goodness. You offend me. I want you banned. I want you banned. Oh my gosh. Bitch. Oh. <laughs> you'll be out. You'll be found on a bitch. You bitch. I search bitch. You came up. <laughs> you were first. <laughs> are you actually actually, actually? going to finish something we started last week? Nope. Oh, no! <laughs> I might later. If not, I will do it next week. Okay. And that story has to do with uh, TV and movie star- uh, TV stars, I think. Uh, what they're going to be making off of reruns and the residuals and all the shit. Yeah, we did We did some last week. <clears throat> we took the best ones of the, the, uh, the list last week. <laughs> this time... <clears throat> For everyone who's a fan of Tom Hanks, I came across something. What you didn't know about Forrest Gump. Run, Forrest, run! Well, we knew he ran. <laughs> and he had to pee. That son of a bitch could run! <laughs> <laughs> and he had to pee. Oh, he had to pee, all right, with all those Dr. Peppers. I had about 15 Dr. Peppers. <laughs> I got pee. <laughs> I believe he said he has to go pee. <laughs> Okay. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> Funny thing though is, um, if I remember, right, he was meeting the President Kennedy at that time. I believe so. Yes. But yeah, when he did that, I almost sound like <laughs> President Clinton. <laughs> I believe he said he has to go pee. You did kind of sound like Clinton on that one. I did not have. Res- no, I can't lie. I did. <laughs> First up is a mixed up timeline on the film. Yeah. There's one mistake that most people never noticed before they weren't paying close attention. In the famous running scene. Run, run Forrest, run! <laughs> Hank stated that he had been running for three years, two months. However, if you do the math. Do math! math. <laughs> you'll realize that doesn't make any sense. The day he started running was October 1st, 1979, when President Carter collapsed due to heart exhaustion. And the day that he got Jenny's letter after the race was a year and a half after that event. Mm-hmm. We know this because we can hear the news of President Reagan's assassination attempt on which happened March 30th of 81. I see. Mm-hmm. Next, some not some random children. In the scene in which Forrest boards the school bus for the first time was slightly heartbreaking because mm-hmm. two other children don't want Forrest to sit next to them. Rude! <laughs> These children, however, weren't just some random extras. The boy who denied Forrest a seat was the son of the movie's director, Robert Zemeckis. Oh. And the girl was actually Tom Hanks' daughter. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know he had a daughter. I didn't either. I only know, I know he, he has Colin, Colin Hanks. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he had any other children mm-hmm. aside from Colin Hanks. You yeah. know. Oh, we're learning so much about Tom Hanks. <laughs> 
Not a real war zone. You probably guessed that the war scenes weren't shot in Vietnam. The movie used that good old Hollywood magic to achieve the right look and feel. What you probably didn't know is those scenes were actually... Actually? Filmed on a golf course just off the coast of South Carolina. Ooh, South Carolina. On Fripp Islands. They had to use a lot of... Well, this says SGI, but I think it's, it should be CGI. Yeah. Uh, to achieve those muddy grounds and wild jungles. The accent had to be perfect. What makes the character Forrest Gump so endearing is the unique accent he has. To perfect it, Hanks had to put it on in a lot of time and effort. His inspiration for the voice was Michael Connor Humphreys, who was his co-star and played young Forrest. In the later years, Humphreys went on to get plenty of critical acclaims of his own, including a Young Artist Award. Oh, good, good for you. <clears throat> Next, Lieutenant Dan. Oh, Gary Sinise. Bless you. <laughs> yeah. Even though Lieutenant Dan had gruffness to, to him, the character was still quite lovable. This was because we got to see his vulnerable side after he was crippled in the war. Aww. To make his injuries look believable, digital team had to. Digital team actually. Actually. Had a genius idea. Since Dan didn't have legs, they covered the actor's legs with blue fabric that helped achieve a perfect illusion. Yes, they did. <laughs> the scene that lasted forever. When Robin Wright, who portrayed Jenny in the movie, filmed her nightclub scene, she was absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I got money! <laughs> <laughs> the strumming of the guitar that teased the audience with a glimpse of her naked figure was brilliantly shot. However, it wasn't as easy to film as it was to watch. <laughs> Especially for Wright. First of all, the filming of that one scene took an entire day because it had to be perfect. Moreover, the actress had been sick and she had to put in a lot of effort to cover up her sniffles and runny nose. Aww. Like me. <laughs> now that I have a cold. <laughs> Next, CGI is truly magical. Movies would never be able to achieve some of their most breathtaking scenes if it wasn't for CGI. Maybe, but too much CGI sucks ass. Um... I mean, I guess some people are like, oh, it was too much CGI in that movie. I think it depends on what the movie is, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That will, like, make me go, oh. <laughs> I mean, like, if it's, like, if, it's, uh... if it's Transformers, I expect a lot of fucking CGI. Yeah. But if I'm watching just, like, I don't know. I don't know. So, like, I wouldn't expect a lot of CGI in the Joker movie. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I'm trying. I, I get a lot on my plate. I'm trying. But I'm just saying. Because that seems like a character-driven movie. Mm -hmm. As opposed to like, oh, these action robots. Yes. Rock and sock robots. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it wasn't as de uh, developed back in 94 as it is now, it was still able to create quite convincing illusions. One of the scenes in this movie that helped uh, had help from CGI was the ping pong tournament. As you can probably imagine, it's hard to shoot a scene like this if the actors who are who are in it really are not skilled in playing the sport. Yes. This is why the special effects had to be used. In reality, the little ball you see flying through the screen wasn't real. <gasps> it was no. added. Yes. No. It was added in by a special effects team 
So it would look like the characters actually knew what they were doing. Actually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next, the lower lip was fake. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Healthy Williamson gave an unforgettable performance as Bubba. Oh, okay, Bubba. The character was so memorable that nobody questioned one specific detail of his face, his lower lip. It's hard to believe that it was created with Hollywood magic, but in reality, it was only a prosthetic. It had to be fitted, and it took ages for the makeup department to make it look so convincing. Many people were fooled and were convinced that the actor really had this physical trait. So they were shocked when they saw him offset. Yeah. I mean, it never occurred to me they would, they would like, <clears throat> use special effects makeup for a lip. Mm-hmm. Like, What's wrong with his lip? He gave too good of a performance. <laughs> um, my Kelty Williamson, Williamson's truly was amazing as Barbara. You may as all believe that he was actually... Actually? A country bumpkin. Uh, <laughs> in real life, bumpkin. too. When in fact, he That's was only a, a great word. actor. This role <laughs> actually hurt his career because after this movie, everyone saw him as Bubba. Not an actor who could do anything. But if he had a fake lip, he could just walk into auditions and be like, see, it's my lip. <laughs> Look at my lip! <laughs> You're hired. You got a deal. <laughs> it's not me! <laughs> he had huge problems convincing casting directors that he was a serious actor and had trouble finding work. Luckily, he was able to clear the air when he appeared on The Late Show with David Letterman. Hmm. A little improv, is, improv can go a long way. One of the most memorable lines from the movie must be, My name is Forrest Gump. Hmm. People call me Forrest Gump. But the line was said with such authority that it was easily made into its, its own pop culture, and nobody could guess that it, was, it wasn't originally in the script. It was actually... Actually, brainstormed by Hanks when he was oh. on set, and the director loved it so much that he decided to put it in the movie. It's in. <laughs> you got a deal. It's in. Uh, who could have played the role? It's hard to imagine anyone else being the role of Forrest Gump after Tom Hanks gave the performance of a lifetime. However, he wasn't the only actor considered for the part. Other choices for the casting directors had was Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, nope, nope, and John Travolta. Nope. Even though they all declined the role, they probably regret it now. It wouldn't have worked with any of those people. No, it wouldn't. It has to be Tom Hanks. Yes. Uh, who was the amazing Elvis impersonator? One name you would not see in the credits is Kurt Russell, who provided the signature Elvis singing voice. Oh, really? Really. Wow. However, if you want to watch Russell give another amazing performance as the late singer... You can do it in the 1979 made-for-TV movie, Elvis. Oh, well, hey. And then uh, that's all that was said for that one. Mm-hmm. So I went to imdb.com. Mm-hmm. Physically, the Elvis was actually played by someone named Peter Dobson. Oh, okay. So that answers the original <laughs> question. Who was the amazing Elvis impersonator? So the, <laughs> the voice was Kurt Russell and the, the body was the other person. Yeah. All right. I couldn't just leave that and not figure out who was really him sitting on the bed saying, uh, show me that little move again, will you? <laughs> movie magic! <laughs> Next, it's movie magic! Next is High Hopes. When child actor Haley Joel Osment uh, appeared in the movie, he was only four years old. And as any other child, he didn't quite understand everything that was going on around him. 
He played the role of Forrest Gump Jr. And it was a real jump stop for his future career because he went on to get uh, starting roles in The Sixth Sense and pay it forward. When Tom Hanks was awarded his AFI Lifetime Achievement Award, Osman confessed that he had a little misunderstanding when he was four. The young boy thought he actually... Actually? Had the star role in Forrest Gump. Ha! <laughs> no, you're oh. just the son in the end for like two minutes. Reality hit you in the face, didn't it, kid? Kicked him in the stomach. Get out! <laughs> uh, next, the runner in the family. Another famous quote from the film was, Run, Forrest, run. It's a real fan favorite. Forrest did, in fact, run for a large portion of the film, even though Tom Hanks isn't that big of a runner in real life. <laughs> However, his brother Jim Hanks, who looks a lot like Tom, is. And sounds like him. They get him on Robot Chicken all the time. Do they? Yes. Mm. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. This is why when Forrest had to run for a longer period of time, Jim sim simply took his brother's place in the movie. Hmm. Um, the famous be <laughs> famous bench. Not bitch, bench. Bitch! <laughs> the most iconic prop from the movie is that uh, normal everyday bench on which Forrest sat while he was waiting for the bus. After the filming of the movie was finished, officials in Savannah, Georgia, uh, decided that the bench was now a treasure. Aww. And that it shouldn't be left out in the open where anyone could ruin it or steal it. Well, you know someone would take the bench. Someone would do something to it. Someone with a pickup truck. <laughs> Mine! And they all have pickup trucks down there, don't they? <laughs> and the last fact I'm going to read is Mommy Dearest. Oh, no! Not the old movie with the bitch mom. <laughs> she was a bitch. <laughs> now she was a bitch. Yes. Searching that on Disney Plus should get you that, you know? <laughs> I, I searched bitch and got Joan Crawford. Wire hangers! No wire hangers! Psychotic bitch. It's no secret that Forrest had a very close and special relationship with his mother in the movie. The wisdom that she had and the advice that she always gave to her son made it clear that this woman has seen and understands what life has to offer and that she has lived enough to gain her wisdom. <laughs> However, the actress who plays Forrest's mother in the movie, Sally Field, isn't as old as you might think. In fact, Field is older than Hanks by just a little more than a decade. Even though she isn't old enough to be his real-life mother, she still gave an amazing and believable performance. Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Okay. Moving on. From Forrest Gump. Run. <laughs> now, from Forrest Gump to, in a couple of weeks... Thanksgiving will be up our ass. <laughs> like stuffing up a turkey's ass. Yes! Like like sands through the hourglass. Like stuffing up a turkey's ass. Um, stuffing tastes better, though. I'm sorry? I'm sorry? When you cook uh, the turkey with stuffing in it, yeah. the stuffing tastes a hell of a lot better. Oh, it does. It oh, does. Yeah. Can I just say, I have an argument with my husband all the time because he... Likes stovetop stuffing. Mm. You like stovetop stuffing? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, dude! I can't eat it. It's like, it's like eating wet bread. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it, it is a little. Uh, it makes me gag. A little too yeah. crummy. Yeah, it's like. Ugh. 
I can't. Like, I need something else. My mom makes just, like, breadcrumb and, like, meat. And, like, you know, I'm sure there's egg in there to hold everything together or something. But it's a very simplistic stuffing, but it's delicious. And I'm like, I need something. I can't just have, like, bread. You gotta mix it up. Shake it up, baby. Shake it up, baby. (laughs) So, now some people... Like they go, they go to their families, and you know every every year, uh, we we try to do we try to give you something that makes you feel better about going to your own family's function. Um, my family is is we're loud but not very dysfunctional. Well, a little <laughs> dysfunctional, but anyway. So, what is the trashiest thing someone has done at your family Thanksgiving? Here we go. This is some colorful shit. Grandma threatened to shit in the turkey if we didn't let her watch Jeopardy. Someone loves her Alex Trebek. I guess so. Yeah. My aunt decided to announce, don't be drinking when I say this, she got chlamydia as we started to eat and my grandmother told her, Getting stuffed by random people is for turkeys. <laughs> Get stuffed. Yeah. My stepbrother was just released for drug possession and distribution. Total black sheep of the family brings his girlfriend, who is high out of her mind. They proceed to eat nothing but turkey and rolls. Then she decides to go shoot up in my aunt's, my step-aunt's bathroom, where we found her passed out. My stepbrother attempts to wake her up by punching her, in his words, the cooter. <laughs> breaker one, breaker one. I may be crazy, but I ain't dumb crazy cooter coming at you. Y'all got your ears on? Come on. The cops were called. <laughs> I can at least say that at any of my... Cops were uh, called. Cooters were touched. Yeah. I mean, I can at least say that at any of my family things, like, the, the police have never come. Except for my wedding. <laughs> Bikers came to your wedding. And they did. They did. Um, but that was because somebody was passed out. A diabetic uh, got into my parents' bathroom, locked the door, passed out, threw up all over the bathroom, and then, like, fell on the floor. Damn. So he had to call the police and a fire engine. <laughs> All right, but what about the bikers? <laughs> I didn't know the bikers. They just signed the guest book. <laughs> hey, congratulations. Best of luck. That's so cool. It was hilarious. Well, Sons of Anarchy shows up. <laughs> <laughs> well, anarchy is part of my life, Sean. <laughs> Shit. My... <laughs> My uncle poured Crown My Royal. My uncle, not me. No, not me. My <laughs> uncle poured Crown Royal on his turkey and ate it. Well, the only thing I have to say about that is that marinating the meat is very important. <laughs> You're definitely going to want to marinate the meat. My uncle shot the TV <laughs> because of how the lions were playing. He and my dad had started drinking early, and the lions were awful. After a bad play late in the game, he strolled into the bedroom, picked up his revolver, and shot the TV. 
We ate dinner shortly after, then went to my grandma's house to watch the cowboy game. (laughs) (laughs) My uncle brought a woman other than his wife. She was crazy, a practicing witch who could divine things about us on the spot. Then she got drunk and groped me in the closet. Then tried to kiss me, saying, if only I were young again. I was 16. (laughs) That is creepy as fuck. One one of my aunts found out her husband was sleeping with her brother. She found one of her husband's shirts from a vacation they took in her brother's bedroom when she went to the bathroom. To be honest, I wasn't surprised. (laughs) Maybe you should have shared that information with your aunt. My aunt Janie took a bunch of Xanax and who knows what else. On top of a jug of Carlo Rossi, that is some cheap fucking wine, might as well be in a box instead of a jug, that she had hidden in her room. Then she proceeded to steal every spoon in the house while the rest of us were drinking and playing games. Every single spoon. We found them in her purse. Why the spoons? She was a priest on a pony. Maybe she was going to start her own spoon band. You know those people who like play spoons? Like, bip, 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 bip. I don't know. She wanted a spoon tonight. <laughs> she wanted to spoon! I love it! My mother told our aunt to help herself to some leftovers, and she took a fourth full bottle of $350 whiskey. She got called out on it and claimed to have accidentally grabbed it. LMAO, sweetie, no big deal. She returned it half full, so either she chugged some in the car or dumped it out out of spite. Chugged. I'm going to say chugged. Definitely chugged. Yes. Oh my goodness, this is a story. Woo, here we go. My uncle and grandfather don't have a good relationship. Well, then this is going to go swimmingly. But we're tolerating each other because Thanksgiving. My uncle was cooking lasagna, and my grandfather decided to help. So he grated the cheese. I give it a B. I give it a B. He did this in another room because the kitchen was full of people cooking. And we have a big Thanksgiving, maybe 15, 20 people, and they love to eat. I, I don't know why they had to put that in there, that they love to eat. I, have, I know, you know? I'm like, okay, it must be relevant. I don't know. I had brought in the cheese and everything was going fine. Flash forward dinner time. The food is coming out and as tradition dictates, we start with lasagna. Uh, Lasagna. (laughs) Hot pockets. I don't know. You said that like the hot pocket song. (laughs) No, I was trying to do the weird out song. Oh. La 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 lasagna. (laughs) All I heard was hot pockets. Lasagna. My grandfather made some joke like, I know you hate me, but at least I'm great. G-R-A-T-E. And shit hit the fan. My uncle literally went into a rage and was yelling at everyone because we didn't tell him he was using tainted cheese. (laughs) Then he said, fuck it, and proceeded to flip the table. All the food was on. Then my grandfather called him outside to settle the score. (laughs) I fucking love this. I want to go to this fucking house. This sounds live. (laughs) Holy shit. 
which resulted in two <coughs> grown men fist fighting in the backyard, yeah. culminating with my granddad getting thrown into a pond we live off of, <laughs> slicing his leg on a jagged rock he landed on. Ooh. The rest of us ordered Chinese food <laughs> and kicked my uncle out. And my grandfather refused the hospital because he said he had too much holiday joy in him. <laughs> oh, he rocks. I got too much holiday joy in me. I'm not going to the ER today. My goodness. That sounds like a crazy family. Wow. We were hosting Thanksgiving and prepared all the food ourselves, and my mom spent all morning cooking and baking. My aunt, uncle, and cousins arrive right before dinner, walk in with a White Castle case, and said they just stopped to eat a few minutes ago. We had prepared Thanksgiving just for them, and they decided they wanted White Castle instead. Well, the joke's on well, them. Harold they, and Kumar was coming by. and you know. well, well, the joke's on them. They will have constant diarrhea for the rest of the night. <laughs> because that's what White Castle does. My aunt... Those onions... Yeah. My aunt got drunk and then naked. <laughs> Why does... Uh, well, I mean... She's hot. Hot she's warm. Not, yeah, she's hot from drinking that. So. Uh, Why is it every, every time I see drunk, I just assume the next thing's going to be naked? Because <clears throat> when you're drunk, you do a certain shit. My aunt got drunk and then naked. She ran down the street stark naked after hitting on my cousin's boyfriend. Her kids saw it all. They were all under the age of 12. Then she cried the whole next day because everyone was mad at her. I called Child Protective Services because she was trying to drunk drive with kids. A few weeks later, she got drunk in the same house by the pool. She lost her balance when she stepped into the pool filter. And first she hit the pool but caught herself on the hand that was holding the glass beer bottle. The shards of glass ended up in her cheek and neck. After hitting the ground and passing out, she rolled into the pool and would have died if others didn't fish her out. She's not invited to Thanksgivings anymore because now she does meth. This went from bad to horrible. Yeah? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my God! We don't invite her anymore because of the meth. <laughs> That's not because of her drinking. Is drinking? No, it's just they fucked the drinking. It's the meth. Picked up an entire stick of butter with their hand to butter corn. No wrapper, bare hand to butter. Loaf of bread. That's Bare stick of milk. milk. <laughs> stick of butter. All right, that's kind of gross. Stick of milk. <laughs> what? You said stick of milk. I said stick of milk? <laughs> oh, well. I'm doing like eight things at once over here. Loaf of bread. Container, container of milk. milk. Stick, stick of butter. butter. <laughs> my, okay, here we go. My ex-aunt got not me. so, not me. My ex-aunt got so drunk she stripped her clothes off. See? <laughs> Drinking and naked. You get hot. <laughs> she stripped her clothes off, stood in our hallway naked and silent for a few minutes before passing out on my brother's bed. He didn't know she was there. And when he went into his room to grab something, he ran back into the hallway and yelled, Why is Auntie naked in my bed? <laughs> I'm literally just picturing that. Like, what the fuck? She's been in and out of rehab. Last Christmas, she was drunk as well and sat in a $60 brownie cheesecake. 
ass kick. (laughs) Here we go. Every Thanksgiving with my mother-in-law, my wife and I host. About 15 people come, and everyone brings side dishes, as is the custom. Not her mother. She is only... She only brings stuff for herself. She proudly announces that whatever she brought is just for her. Mine! It's not for diet purposes, because she eats all the other food, too. When dessert makes an appearance, she will make a big scene about wanting the first piece of cake... Instead of letting kids get theirs and get out of the way. Don't bring your own cake, lady. I know. One year, there was a big argument about corner pieces of a chocolate cake. She went first, as usual, cut herself two corner pieces, and took them both. You know what, this would be funny. Yeah? If the cake was circular. I know. Because there's no corners in a circle. I know. <laughs> if you want to make little kids cry, do that. She wouldn't give them up, though. She also treats our guest room... She also treats our guest room and bath like a hotel. When she leaves, she takes toilet paper rolls, the cleanup box, and towels. Paper towels and soap. Bitch. What the hell? See, yes. as I've told you, I would never take the toilet paper at my mother's house. It's horrible toilet paper. It's grade B. <laughs> Next time this lady's at your house, you have yeah. someone standing at the door to take everything from her. I'd check her pockets. Shit. Stop calling her pockets. <laughs> hey, come here, pockets. <laughs> Need to check you. I was at my wife's uncle's house for Thanksgiving, and his wife decided right after dinner to play their wedding video because it was also their anniversary weekend. I'm going to pause right here and say this is not going to go well. <laughs> she looks for a half hour to find the videotape, finds it, and gathers the whole dinner party. 25-ish people to the back room area plays the video and right uh, here we go right as she's walking down the aisle midway down the aisle it goes fuzzy and cuts to porn Dale Earnhardt's funeral (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Joe used that tape to record Dale Earnhardt's funeral (laughs) granted it was a small town Michigan where the NASCAR track is but still (laughs) Everyone froze in complete shock, and I started laughing, and I felt like I was in a sitcom, but it was real life. I'm fixing 24 heads looking at the 25th person. I know, like, what the fuck? At the same time, in quietness. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Blasted Uncle... Is the only only tape that was there? I know. It wasn't marked. This is a monumental occasion. He's only going to die once. (laughs) We could get married eight times, though. Blasted uncle got butt fucking naked (laughs) for the what do you give thanks for speeches. Sis! (laughs) No joke. It was the best day ever. Told us he's leaving his wife, quitting his job of 20 years, and for us all to go fuck ourselves. (laughs) Your your uncle has it together. He's got it together. Do a little censoring for me, but I'd like to see that. I know. My mom told my cousin's husband not to cuss in front of their baby because she'll eventually repeat it. I get it. Not her place, maybe. Cousin's husband pulls out his gun and threatens to shoot mom for telling him what to do. Wow, that went from zero to a hundred very quickly. Don't cuss. 
Jesus. Bitch. Uh, if I Googled bitch, I'd come up you. <laughs> Your face would be there first. If I Disney Plus search bitch, I bet your show would come up. Uncle Richard took an upper decker in my cousin's just renovated bathroom. If you don't know what that is, I'm not telling you. Bathroom story. Because he wanted to make the first shit in the new bathroom unforgettable. He succeeded because we bring it up every year. <laughs> like Al Bundy with his new toilet. <laughs> <laughs> My grandpa was a large man. Okay. One Thanksgiving, he comes strutting out of his room right when everyone is about to eat food with no shirt singing, I'm too sexy for my shirt, too sexy for my shirt. He actually struts down the hall until he's out of earshot singing the song, puts on his button-up plaid shirt, and walks back like nothing happened. Wow, you just going to ignore your little strut? All right. All right. Next year he did it again, but he did to um, Staying Alive. Yeah. alive. My Trying. My grandpa was pretending to fake punch my grandma for shits and giggles. The thing is, she leaned into it, he knocked her out, and she fell to the floor. Best Thanksgiving ever. You got like the fuck out! Why are you happy your grandma got knocked out? Jesus. Okay. She my for something that happened 35 years ago. My my drunk nephew was giving his much smaller and younger brother's girlfriend a hard time, and when she left the house in tears, younger brother stood up to older brother. Next thing we know, my son is saying, "Um, I think you better come out back where the where we found drunk nephew swinging roundhouse punches." The good news is his punches were in slow motion because he was so drunk. Younger brother was able to... Hopefully not drunk. naked. I, I just assume he's naked because he's drunk. <laughs> Younger brother was able to duck them all and then was able to get inside the reach of his brother, brother and bitch slap him right in the face. <laughs> Older brother could not have been more surprised. So yeah, this is pretty trashy, but also pretty darn funny. <laughs> and frankly, I was satisfied. <laughs> well, as long as you were satisfied. Uh, <laughs> my, my mom and dad are musicians, so one Thanksgiving, me and my brother were left home to make sure the turkey didn't burn until they got back. I was upstairs playing video games and headed down to check the turkey, and I hear <laughs> something in the kitchen. I can't do a turkey. <laughs> it was, that was a good one. It, it was my brother talking to the turkey while basting it. Literally, the first words I can hear clearly are, Oh yeah, who's a dirty birdie? I turned around and walked back upstairs. I think that's a good plan. Just go right back upstairs. My religious extended family were in deep prayer at the dinner table when my mom yelled, Fuck the bread burned! (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that went over well. (laughs) It was totally by accident. My grandpa and my cousin were play wrestling. They both wrestled in their heydays. And my cousin accidentally dislocated my grandpa's shoulder. Holy shit. 
My grandma freaked out as anyone would and was like, Bob, we gotta get you to the hospital. And my grandpa looked around at everyone's concerned face, sighed, and said, Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and snapped the fucking shoulder back in place. My brothers and I could not stop laughing. I feel like my dad would do that. He'd be like, Oh, come on. I'm fine. Yeah. Just shut up about it. <laughs> no one's going anywhere. Let's eat. <laughs> Give me another beer. Give me another beer. It's the prelude to nudity. <laughs> this is a little... Oh, I'll... All right, we'll do it anyway. My cousin hey, who's... we didn't a... write it. Yeah, I know. My cousin... Not me. ...who's a female stood on the dinner table while completely plastered and kept yelling, you can all suck my dick, <laughs> while pointing at her crotch and thrusting. This was the first time uh, uh, uh. the first time I had brought my roommate to my family's Thanksgiving and he looked horrified while the rest of us were like, okay, just get down. I feel like that's a natural thing for this person to do because she's like, ah, just get down. I never understood it when females say suck my dick when they're upset about know. something or they're drunk or I think it's just something to say. If you got a strap on, that's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> But otherwise? No. Okay. Woo. <laughs> Big, uh, we're almost done with these. Big Thanksgiving dinner at the in-laws. Even my in-laws' extended family members were there, and out of nowhere, my mom turns to, tries to start a conversation, beginning with, I'm not racist, but... Was a and, and I didn't even hear the rest because I was laughing because she most definitely was a racist. That was the last year she was invited. Exactly how did she plan to finish that? Like, I'm not racist, but these rolls are delicious. <laughs> these rolls are tasty. And I'm not racist, but these rolls. Oh, every year, my family subconsciously gives all the leftovers to whichever cousin is not doing the best in life. I've gotten the leftovers six years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you are the limpy gazelle. Yes. <laughs> my aunt enticed me to drink Grey Group Goose until I passed out in a lawn chair. I was 14, and she still jokes about how I had the goose before the turkey. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Okay. A goose. <laughs> Thanksgiving goose. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what noise a goose makes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Someone, we never figured out who, though I suspect it was a cousin, set the TV to the Playboy channel right as we were finishing up eating. Yeah. This year, we had so many people we had to eat in the living room right next to the TV. I don't think I've ever seen my grandma laugh as much as she did when she saw everyone scrambling to find the remote. Get the remote. Get it. Get it. Uh, the fight in big pile. Yeah. Um, trashiest thing was my paternal grandfather saying women always dyeing their hair nowadays. Only person who knows their real hair color is their vaginecologist. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh. 
My very drunk aunts. There's a lot of drunk aunts in these, and I'm a little offended by it all. I think it's time you get drunk this year. I'm not getting drunk this year. My very drunk aunt and my very drugged aunt. There's drunk aunt and drugged. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, both sides covered. Yeah. We're about to get into a fist fight once in the kitchen over how long. Ten bucks on the drunk. And how long rice should be cooked for. My mom told me to go break it up. I guess it was my job as the only able-bodied man in the family or something. The best part was neither of them were involved in the cooking process. They just hated each other and would look for an excuse for fisticuffs. All right. I still think the drunk's going to win. Yeah. And the last one, and this is, I don't know if this is a good note to leave on, but we'll, we'll go with it. My brother whipped it out to show us his new piercing. My dad almost choked. He was laughing so hard. Is he laughing at the piercing or your <laughs> <laughs> or your friend? <laughs> so, to like, I think next week I will finish the uh, the whole Thanksgiving loop. I got another. I got a, a good one, a good one ready to go next week. Yay! Oh yes, yes. So, next. Oh, we're going to try to finish or work on this list of um, the TV stars and what they're going to make off residuals and uh, re-airage past shows. Yep. (laughs) Jackie Gleason of the Honeymooners. Jackie Gleason's dead. (laughs) He's on the list. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't fucking matter if he's dead. He's on the list. One season. There was only one season of The Honeymooners? I thought there was more than that. I really thought there was two. All Final right. episode air date was September 22nd of 1956. Yeah. Show residuals, zero per year. Oh, is that because he's dead? The Honeymooners had just one season, but it had 39 episodes to that season. Oh, wow. Hot damn. Which is the equivalent now of a four-season show. Well. The show originally really. came out in the 50s and became known for its catchphrases, To the moon, Alice. Spousal abuse. <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> Last episode was 1956. <laughs> the Honeymooners was a depiction of a blue-collar America in the 50s. Gleason made $70,000 per episode when it was airing. Yeah. But he made none when it stopped because of an ironclad clause in his contract that stated he would not receive any residuals. Oh, wow. The only cast member to get it uh, in payments was Audrey Meadows. I thought you were going to say Art Carney. Nope. Not even Carney, huh? <clears throat> no. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Next is Hank Azaria. Oh, Hank Azaria. For the Simpsons. Many Simpson voices. Uh, it's a 31, 31 season so far. Yes. I say Hank is still going. It is. <clears throat> Hank I kind of wish it would stop, though. Yeah. <clears throat> like how, like how much longer can you really go with this? I don't know. Hank is one of a uh, long time since the members getting his start on the show in 1989. Hank claimed that after his, the first few seasons, he didn't think he'd get invited back to voice his famous character, Apu. <laughs> However, he did get a callback and was also asked to voice Chief Wiggum on the show as well. Apu isn't one of the main characters, though he is one of the longer running ones, meaning that Zarya gets residuals from episodes in which Apu appears. I'm like giggling every time you say a poo. 
A poo. A poo. Pew pew. Pew 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 pew. pew. This can total up to ten million dollars per year. Not a bad rate. Oh. <laughs> he gets fucking ten million. Yep. Looks like just for the ones with a poo. A poo. A poo. A poo is worth ten million. A poo is worth more than me. Ten million dollars for a poo. Son of a bitch. Although, hey, he uh, he got in tr- well. No, he didn't really get in trouble, but the census got in trouble a couple of years ago. People started saying that they needed to. Uh, we talked earlier about people getting offended. A lot of people were offended by the Apu character. Apu. And they wanted him to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Once again, something's been going on since 1989. Now we're offended. <clears throat> I mean, don't watch it. <laughs> I will. I will give. I will give points to that. Uh, he's not Indian, so right. maybe he shouldn't be doing it. But I will say that Apu has always been like they've never like made fun of that culture. No. I mean, they've always had him. He's a uh, what is he? Hindu? Hinduist? Yeah, something like that. And he had like a traditional Hindu wedding. <clears throat> Well, as traditional as you can in a cartoon, and I mean, it. I mean, I don't think he. It's it, he. It's portraying that culture negativity. Neg 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 negatively. Yeah, I think all they were doing was just that's the type of guys that you'd see working at like Seven Elevens and stuff through the years. I I think that's what they were just trying to do. I yeah. <laughs> Next, uh, moving on. Yeah, Maureen McCormick of the Brady Bunch. Oh, she is alive. Huh? She is alive. All the kids are. Yes. Uh, it was five seasons. The last was uh, air date March eighth, nineteen seventy four. Uh, that's one day and three years before I was born. <laughs> What people might not realize is that Maureen McCormick was a popular commercial actress before she became part of the Brady Bunch. A series about a clean-cut family in the 60s and 70s. The cast recently opened up about the struggle to get residuals from the five-season series. They have tried to renegotiate, but no residuals clauses in the contracts are airtight. The Brady Bunch will only make a fee, a small one at that, if the clips from the shows are used in a movie. Otherwise, they do not make anything from reruns. Oh! Moral of the story, read the contract carefully before signing. Oh my god, that's fucking awful. Yep. They don't get anything? Nada. Not, not a, a damn <laughs> Not a finger. Not a damn thing! <laughs> Seth MacFarlane for Family Guy. Ah. 18 seasons and still going. I found out actually the other actually? day, actually, that he has not had any involvement with Family Guy since 2010. I'm not surprised. That shocked me, though. Because he went on to do uh, American Dad. Yep. And now he's got that stupid... Uh, Orville show. Yeah. Yeah. That Star Trek looking... My my aunt, thing. who was neither drunk nor naked, <laughs> <laughs> uh, kept telling me I should check that out. And I'm just like, uh, I'm not really like a Star Trek fan. I wasn't either. So I don't. I feel like it'd be a miss for me. And once I first saw that he was doing that show, it's like, oh, good, more, um, more attention on something else and less on Family Guy. 
Because we were watching Family Guy quite often, every week. Right. And, and then because he started doing American Dad, and then he started focusing on Family Guy in that time in between, mm-hmm. Family Guy was very dry and boring. It was boring. It wasn't yeah. as funny. Though I assume it's still like that. Yeah. Uh, next to The Simpsons, Family Guy is the second longest running animated comedy in TV history mm-hmm. with 18 seasons and counting still under its belt. Family Guy is the brainchild of comedian Seth MacFarlane, who is also the com- creator of American Dad and Orville. Mm-hmm. Family Guy's main voice actors score, scored huge raises back in 2013. These raises included not just current episode raises, but also res- residual raises. The actors now make two hundred and twenty-five thousand per episode. Wow, that uh... you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I actually voice, voice write scripts and voice fucking. They're not writing guys. anything. They're just talking. They're cartoon just, characters. Just talking, yeah. And they get two hundred twenty-five thousand per episode. <clears throat> Bastards. <laughs> Comedy is syndicated and also popular on streaming platforms and is rumored to be worth $2 billion in total. Residual is total, as you may expect, in the millions. Wow. Next, Bob Denver for Gilligan's Island of three seasons. Final air date was April 17th, 67. Bob Denver portrayed the title character of the show on Gill- Gilligan's Island about a group of seven who are shipwrecked in an uncharted island. A three-hour tour. <laughs> Which took a lot longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> the show ran for several seasons in the 60s. Uh, I don't know why it said that when it says three seasons. But it says several seasons in the 60s. Its clean humor was appreciated by its viewers. Gilligan's Island still gets reruns to this day during the daytime. Boo! <laughs> Denver passed away in 2005 from cancer nearly 40 years after the final episode aired. Yeah. Denver's estate still collects a small sum from the reruns of the show. Total residual amounts in the past 38 years has amounted to approximately $90 million. Wow. Damn. That's not bad. No. And his estate gets to do that and gets to sit and fucking collect that and they don't have to do nothing. Right. That's a sweet deal. Mm-hmm. I want Shit. that. Yeah, I'll sign up for that gig. Hell yeah. Next, John Cryer for Two and a Half Men. Oh, boy. Twelve seasons. Two and a Half Men is a sitcom aired from 2003 to 2015. Has been lampooned by critics. Has managed to keep a core base of fans that have kept it in the air even after its end. Twelve season show pays out millions in dividends. And the highest of which goes to its original three members, Charlie Sheen, Angus T, and John Cryer. Prior salary on Two and a Half Men was about $620,000 per episode. Wow. You suck ass. <laughs> At its peak. Yeah. There are, rumors, <laughs> there are rumors of a reboot depending on Charlie Sheen's predictability according to his co-stars. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, John Cryer is making us all cry getting that money <laughs> per yeah, episode. I'm weeping. Uh, Johnny Galecki for Big Bang Theory. Final episode was May 16th, 2019. Johnny Galecki had a long-standing role on the show Big Bang Theory. He played Leonard, and Big Bang was an empire that made all of its co-stars millionaires. The empire itself grossed billions for the networks, 
First episode aired 12 years ago. The last one aired in May of this year. Mm-hmm. Galecki still makes a good chunk of change from the residuals. As a main character, he racks up $10 million a year in passive income. Oh, shut up. No. Big Bang fans shouldn't be too sad about the end of the show. As a spinoff, Young Sheldon is renewed for a new series. Boo. Screw that, because I thought that was a dumb idea in the first place. Yeah, that's a stupid show. Mm-hmm. Alex Bornstein on Family Guy. Alex Bornstein provides a voice of Lois Griffin, voice uh, in Peter Griffin's long-suffering wife. Mm-hmm. As one of the main characters, she's getting paid two hundred twenty-five thousand per episode. As a result of a salary rego- rego- renegotiation. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> she also made millions from reruns. However, Bornstein recently went through a divorce. And she agreed to split her income from reruns and the show with her ex-husband. Oh, oh, oh. you got soaked, lady. <laughs> Were it not for that alimony agreement, she would likely have residual payments on par with McFarland himself, as she is part of the Griffin nuclear family. Oof. That she, is rough. She ends the list. Oh, she's gone. She's the end. A couple ways. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, please check out the YouTube videos if you haven't. They're over there on YouTube. Where else would they be? And, well, we're, uh, hoping they were, we're hoping they stay there. Well, we're going to try to make them stay there. I don't. YouTube's insane. Uh, be sure to like do us a favor. Jump over there and uh, subscribe. And, you know, maybe like a few videos if you can. Ring the bell. Ring them all. Ring the, ring the bell to get notified when we, we upload something. You can do that, right, Joe? I'm going to let I'm gonna let Sean go take some NyQuil now. Yay! Yeah. He's uh, you're a sick little fella. I'm going to do it already. Yeah. You're a sick puppy. <laughs> oh, yep, yep, yep. Okay, so we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, don't forget to wash your apples. Sean's got something to tell you. Thumbs Sean. <laughs> Have a good everything. And pray for me with this cold. <laughs> Lots of prayers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're in my head. Yay.